This is Your Working Life, a podcast that provides you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. I'm a speaker, a career and executive coach, and today I welcome Susan Zhang to the show. Susan is going to talk about how she and her co-founder, Connie Wong, created Planted to help job seekers find meaningful careers in startups and high growth companies. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Caroline. I am so excited to talk about Planted because I found out about Planted through one of your great success stories, Becky Nathanson, who is ensconced in a gorgeous new career, and she was on our podcast show talking about her entrepreneurial spirit and her career transition, and she told me about Planted. So fill our global listening audience in. What is Planted, and why did you and Connie found this extraordinary new startup? Absolutely. And that's always amazing when no matter who hears about us from one of our success stories. So I'm so happy that Planted helped Becky land uh, an amazing new career in her new role at Tushy. Um, so just to give a little bit of background about Planted, we are a smart career platform that matches top business talent with growing companies. Um, and this really stemmed out of uh, me Connie and my own personal pain points as both job seekers and hiring managers. Um, when I was a hiring manager at my previous company, Tough Mudder, where I helped the company grow from 10 to 200 in two years, I realized one of the personal pain points we always had as a company was finding the right uh, candidates to help grow our team with limited recruitment resources. Uh, I spent so much time um, looking at resumes, interviewing folks, me and my team, um, all dedicated hours upon hours every week uh, to find the right folks and just realized that there must be a better way uh, to really connect with the right folks to grow our, our team. And then on the other side, I've definitely been a job seeker myself and realized how difficult it was uh, really to transition from a corporate company I used to work for Barclays Capital um, to a startup um, that was Tough Mudder. Uh, one, my personal pain point was that it was really difficult to know what kind of startups were out there and what type of position would be best for my skill set. And then once I did find the right short list of companies, I felt like it was applying to a black hole where I spent hours upon hours writing cover letters, submitting my resume, uh, and ultimately never hearing back from most folks. So I just knew that from both uh, experiencing the pain point as a hiring manager as well as a job seeker, there had to be a better way to match me on both sides. And it really shouldn't have to be such work to find meaningful work. I totally agree. And from my perspective and my lens as a career coach, I'm working with these extraordinary talented people and they are frustrated, Susan, you know, and the biggest question is how do I find a culture? How do I find a fit and an engaging match? And, you know, you use that matchmaker term and I know that Connie had a background working uh, for Meet Moi, right, which was acquired by Match.com. So it really is a synergistic relationship. So, okay, you had this great idea, then then what next, right? How did you launch the baby of the startup? Yeah, well, you know how it always starts with 
a wedding first. <laughs> so, <laughs> so me and Connie actually met at a wedding. <laughs> we sat across the table, literally at a wedding. We sat across the table from each other uh, multiple years ago, about seven years ago, um, and we connected over our personal pain points as job seekers transitioning from corporate. She was in consulting at the time, I was in finance, into startups. Um, we just connected and we kept track of each other. As you mentioned, she worked for a dating startup where she helped match me of a different kind, personally. Um, and as we looked toward starting our next step from the startups that we worked with, we realized we shared the personal pain points of being hiring managers uh, and trying to find the right folks. And that's really where we reconnected and decided to found Planted to help other businesses and other, other job seekers as well. Awesome. So literally it started at a wedding. That is so cool. So I, I understand a little bit about your background with Barclays and then Tough Mudder and certainly uh, Connie at um, Meet Moi that was acquired by Match.com. But do you two have the technical uh, coding expertise to create the platform or did you bring in other resources to help you develop the inner workings of the site? Yeah, that is a great question. So both me and Connie are non-technical or we come from business backgrounds. Um, and that is something that we've built into Planted. Uh, at Planted, we actually focus on business talent. So what that means is any position that's non-engineering, non-design related, marketing, sales, operations, um, all of those roles that really help support and help uh, drive a company to growth. Um, those are the positions we focus on because those are the types of roles that uh, we fit into. Um, and so to answer your question, we do have an amazing CTO, Kevin, who actually formerly worked at AOL and helped scale AOL to millions of users. Um, but we didn't actually bring him on until um, a little bit later in Planted uh, life cycle. Um, one thing that uh, Connie and I have always espoused as founders of a business is like we really wanted to make sure we were building something that worked for both companies and for job seekers. So at the beginning, when we started Planted, all we had was a WordPress landing page and a couple of resumes that we scrounged up from friends of friends who were looking for jobs. And we went to a co-working space and held office hours uh, where we pitched companies um, about their pain points, asked them about where they had trouble hiring, and then presented them with the resumes and made sure that uh, what we were actually selling was something that they needed. Um, and they were looking for the right candidates that we had in mind before we ever started building the technology that powers Planted today. That is so awesome. And you know what I love about that? There is such a high touch customization to this experience. And that, that I think is one of the many things that distinguishes it. So Susan, we're going to take a quick break and be right back, but give some thought to the type of person that is uniquely well-suited to work in a startup or a high-growth company. We'll be right back after a quick break. Your working life is powered by your stories. We want to hear more from our listeners about your experiences in the workplace. Tell us what challenges you've overcome or tips you've learned along the way. 
And even better, if you don't have the answers, let us know what issues you want to learn more about. We want this podcast to serve you in all of your career and life needs. Send me an email at caroline at carolinedoubthiggins.com. So, Susan, I know that you have this ideal type of candidate in mind when you're sourcing connections for startups or high-growth companies because you've been there and you know what employers are looking for. Help our global audience understand what does that look like? What does that person look like? Absolutely. Um, No matter the role uh, at a startup or a high-growth company, uh, hiring managers and founders are looking for someone who isn't afraid to take risks, who isn't afraid to take initiative to make something happen. Because startups are really ambiguous environments uh, where you are solving problems in a completely new way uh, that nobody else has done before. And because startups are oftentimes lean teams that are resource constrained, Uh, We often rely on every single team member to own their domain and be the expert in their sphere of influence. Uh, So that's another thing that a lot of hiring managers look for is people who, even if they're not an expert to start out with, that's okay. But as long as they're able and open to learning quickly, that's someone that they can really develop and who can really uh, drive projects and initiatives forward. Uh, to take the company to the next milestone. And I love that description because I think those people are so uniquely well-suited to thrive in startup or high-growth environments, as you mentioned, and might feel a little stagnated in a a more traditional corporate lockstep culture. Has that been your observation? Absolutely, absolutely. We have over two, we have over 125,000 candidates in our network and they come from a huge range of backgrounds, whether they're recent grads or they're career transitioners. But the one thing they have in common is that they don't wanna feel like they're a cog in the wheel of a corporate environment. They want to look for um, a culture and a company that not only has a meaningful, uh, meaningful mission, but also somewhere where they feel like a human being again, where they can show all sides of their personality. They don't have a work personality and a personal personality that they have on the couch at home, um, but that they can bring their whole selves to work and make an impact and see that impact on how they're helping the company grow. Awesome. And be really authentic. So let me switch audiences for a bit because I know we've got so many entrepreneurs around the world that listen to this show and they're probably thinking, finally, a way for me to source great talent. What advice would you give to them, especially those first time founders of startups as they're beginning to develop their teams? Yeah, well, I have a long list of advice, but I think the first part as a first time founder myself that I would have given myself when I first started this is don't be afraid of rejection. Um, Rejection is just part of the process of entrepreneurship and being rejected just means that you're aiming high and you're doing things that you and probably anyone else out there, they've never done before. Um, And if you make decisions based upon the fear of rejection, you'll never know what opportunities you might be missing out on and end up regretting what you didn't do. Uh, And I just think, I mean, this is even beyond just 
advice for entrepreneurs that even myself when I was back in college or working uh, in a more corporate environment, working at another startup, just knowing that getting knocked down and getting back up is just another skill to learn or muscle to flex since it's part of life process. The better you get at it, the more opportunities you'll have in succeeding next. Totally agree. You know, resiliency is essential. So thank you for sharing that. Okay, so what about those listening saying, I want to work for a really interesting startup that I'm passionate about, or or maybe a high growth company, for example, what advice would you give to them? And, and how might they tap planted as a resource? How do they how do they find you? How do they get involved? What's next? Yeah, so I think the first part for just general advice uh, for if you're a recent grad, I'd make sure that you have work experience and leadership roles on your resume and ready to talk about at interviews beyond just your schoolwork. Really thinking about the scope of everything that you do, uh, your extracurriculars, uh, your volunteer work, uh, the fact that you held a full-time job while going to school. Those are amazing experiences that really resonate with a startup when um, knowing that when you do work at a startup, you're wearing 50 different hats at the same time. For those that are already in the workforce already, uh, looking to break into a startup, uh, I would definitely recommend having a track record of excelling at projects or making an impact where, again, uh, you can really show meaningful uh, impact or initiative that you made something happen on your own, that it was a project that you went above and beyond, uh, that you pushed for, even when people were telling you no, even when uh, it wasn't within the scope of your work, that's something that hiring managers at startups love to see. Um, and with Planted, I mean, we specialize in really matchmaking the right candidates, the right job seekers to the right companies. And we do that through a combination of both data-driven algorithms as well as human curation. Uh, we know at the end of the day for job seekers, Job seeking is a lonely process. I've been there. <laughs> it feels like just a, a, shouting into the abyss sometimes. Um, but with Planted, we help deliver personalized career building opportunities that match your qualifications and what you're interested in. So you can spend less time trying to find the right job and more time perfecting your interview, perfecting uh, your research on the company to make sure that it is the right fit for you. Uh, and then beyond that, once you do actually land an interview, we have dedicated career coaches who help guide you throughout the process. Because we work directly with the companies, we have insider tips on the interview process, uh, how, what the company is looking for, what's important to them, and helping answer all the hard questions that sometimes you may be afraid to ask the company or you may not know the right person to ask. Those are all things that we, um, we want to make sure we're personalizing the entire process and making it less of a lonely experience. Yeah. Susan, I am just smiling ear to ear. That is the best news ever. And again, distinguishes Planted as such an extraordinary resource and company. So 
Cheers to you and Connie for that comprehensive approach. And you're right, you know, job searching can be demoralizing and lonely, and you've humanized it, you've customized it, and helped people play to their strengths, and also help, help companies benefit from finding the very best matches. So what's next? What's next? I mean, is, are there goals for planted, things that you're eager to conquer down the road? Uh, uh, definitely. <laughs> One is always growing uh, planted so that we are catering to all types of experience. We really started the company um, specifically with recent grads because what we saw was they needed the most help. They, don't have, they didn't have the connections, the, the work experience to break into companies. Uh, but as, as we've grown, our network, our talent network has grown with us and they've become uh, hiring managers. I think that's the beauty of the workforce um, today, especially at startups when everything's incredibly fast paced and we love to hear stories where people have started as a recent grad at entry level and then within six to 12 months, they've done so well, they've, they've promoted to manage a team. So for us, it's really helping those with more experience um, connect with jobs or those looking to career transition into startups as well and, and supporting them throughout the, the entire process. Uh, in fact, uh, just just this morning, my I was uh, catching up with my team, and one of the uh, recent success stories that we've had is helping a uh, candidate, a job seeker with a PhD in adult education, land her dream job at a startup, and that's something that we want to continue doing, expanding, letting everyone know that no matter what your background or your type of experience or how many years of experience that you have. You have a place, and it's all about matchmaking you to the right company and the right position. That is awesome. Oh, what a good story. So, Susan, as we wrap up, I am so intrigued by your background, you know, starting in a, in a very classic corporate environment like Barclays, then moving to Tough Mudder, and now, you know, co-founding your own startup. What resources helped you along the way? Because we have so many aspiring entrepreneurs that are still in the very early stages. Help them understand, you know, what kind of team members did you assemble? What kind of resources, whether, you know, personal, emotional, financial, did you need to gather to really make Planted Fly? Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, it's true what they say. It takes a village. <laughs> um, I think the first thing that any entrepreneur needs to have is a strong support, personal support network of friends and family. Um, I often joke that my husband today is, was my first angel investor, <laughs> both emotionally and, and also in terms of financially, um, and really helping support my dream end to end in building my own company. Um, and, and just having people that can cheer you on uh, during the roller coaster ride of founding a company and also be there with you and celebrating all the wins. Um, that really helps make it less of a lonely process um, and really helps keep you going. And then in terms of building the team, I mean, I have such an amazing team at Planted where I'm constantly learning from each and every person, no matter whether they're in sales, whether they're in marketing, uh, every single member of our team comes from a different background 
uh, and experience. Some were former educators, others were formerly in finance or recruiting. Um, and they're really the reason that along with the mission of why we started Plantis and why I love to come to work every day and why Plantis has been able to grow to what it is today. And then for entrepreneurs specifically, I think one of the resources that was hugely invaluable to us was actually participating in a startup accelerator. We went through Techstars uh, New York, which is a startup accelerator based uh, in New York City when we were just starting out. Um, and that gave us a built-in network of fellow founders, of uh, serial entrepreneurs, of mentors and advisors in the community that helped us all along the way, not only with specific advice and networking, but with that emotional support to let us know that we weren't in it alone. Um, building a business can often feel like just like job seeking. It can often feel like you're alone in it, um, your head's down, you're trying to get to the next goal and, and grow. Um, so always being able to take a step back and knowing that you're surrounded by a network of people that are cheering you on all along the way, that's what really keeps um, a, a company sustainable um, and a reminder that building a business isn't uh, a sprint, it's a marathon. Awesome advice. Susan, what a joy to have you on the show. I wish you and your co-founder, Connie, continued success with Planted. I am a brand ambassador for you, talking about it out there in the world, and I'm just so grateful to have you on the show. I want to tell our listening audience that you've got a great social media presence, but let's not ignore the obvious. Planted.com is how you find this extraordinary platform, and I hope everybody listening today will check it out. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today. Thank you so much for having me, Caroline. You're so welcome. And hey, to all of you listening, if you like the show, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. And even better, leave a review. And let me tell you why. When you leave a review, it helps people find us online. And, you know, let us know what career-minded issues you would like for us to discuss on a future show. You can find me on Twitter at C. Dowd Higgins. And I want to give a special shout-out to my podcast colleagues, Laura Deck, Executive Director of Publicity and Communications, and Claire McInerney, our executive producer. Thank you for the expert work you do to make this show awesome for our audience. I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. Thanks for listening.